0: So if you can imagine going to a chasana, and it's always interesting when you go to a wedding, you can always pretty much see who are the very close relatives, who are the friends. It's very interesting. You have, you know, the middle circle. You've got these people that are dancing away, Labor Day. These people are with the chasa, with the color. It's it's unbelievable. These people, you can be rest assured, are either the close friends or the family members. Then you've got people in the outside circle who are, you know, fat, close family, friends maybe, maybe neighbors, people that are acquaintances, and then you've got the people that sort of watch on the side. They sort of like know the chosun, or they know the fa- chosun's father's mother's brother's sister, or so they have some connection. So they happen to be there, but they don't really have a shaychas to it. They don't really have a connection, a deep connection, to what actually is going on over there. So Rebrenz, as used to say, it's the same thing is going to be by the binyan b'ayish lishi m'heye that we have... The Beis HaMikdosh is going to come down and Chazal tell us that if a person is Zoyche to be misabal, to mourn on the Beis HaMikdosh right here, right now when we don't have the Beis HaMikdosh so then you'll be zoycha to be participating to Roya Simcha, so you'll see the Simcha you'll participate in the Simcha and you'll have those people that will be by the Beis HaMikdosh they'll be dancing, they'll have a Shaycha they'll feel the connection because during their lifetime they also felt the connection, they felt the loss. And they celebrated in the way of keeping our lochus of our dayless. And then, even the people on the sides they're just watching, they haven't really got a connection. Because when it came to the three weeks, it came to the nine days, it came to Tishabab. So they were so far away from it. Now we're all far away, right? We're all so far away, we don't know what it means to have a base I mentioned this before. But L'maysa, the only way that we have... To feel some connection is to keep these halachas, and it's learning these halachas as the soifa is a tremendous, tremendous chus for us. Because by learning these halachas and keeping these halachas that we're going to be saying right now over the next few days is giving us a little bit of an understanding, a meaning behind what, what, what there was a base amidash mourning for something that we don't have anymore, and it's something very, very choshev. You know, we have imagined a scene where you have. The third base Amida tell us is not going to be built by human beings. We know every mitzvah that we do is another brick. It's going to come down from Shemayim. Imagine the scene: you've got Avroam, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, Moshe, and Aaron, Tanayim, and Tanoim, and Amoraim. Everybody's watching the third base Amida. It's coming down to its place in Yerushalayim Yeragaydash, and they're going to say, "Hold on a minute, just wait. <laughs> we need to get those people that during their lifetime." I had this halacha, kept this halachas of Avelis on the korban, and came to the three weeks, the nine days. They took it seriously. They also need to see. They need to participate. Yes, Avraham, Avinu, Moshe, Aaron, Atana, and the Tanoim, the Rishayim, the Rishonim, the Everybody's there, but we need everybody who during their lifetime kept these halachas? So the halachas that we're saying right now are so khoshev, not only because they're and shulchanorach and we have to keep them, just like we keep Hilchah Shabbos and Hilchah Tefillah, but these are halachas that give us a little bit of a deeper meaning into what we don't have. And as you said in the beginning as well, People come to Tisha B'Av and they wonder, you know, I don't feel it. Where is it? Where are the tears? I'm such a dry stone. Because you didn't have these halachas. You didn't take it seriously. If you do these halachas, then maybe, 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 by the time you get to Tisha Bav, it will be a highlight of K'ilu, a climax of getting closer and closer to the Chorban Abayis and feeling more and more and more. That's what we spoke about originally. The Yavits we have to mention. We have to mention this every single day. We have to know what the Yaivetz says. The Yaivetz writes, that if the only Avera, That stopping the Beis HaMikdash from coming down, from being with us in the Shekhinah, from taking us out of this terrible gollis, is the fact that we don't understand and mourn the Beis HaMikdash's loss. That's the one Aver that we're talking about says the Yaivetz that might be the one aver that's stopping the Beis Amikdash. So therefore we're keeping this halacha, we're doing these halachas that we're going to say right now, and Be'ez HaShem, if we keep this, this will automatically bring the base Amikdash Because like the Yaivetz says, this might be the only aver that's stopping it from coming. Because we're not mourning it. So Be'ez HaShem do this. Now I do have to say one Bakasho, say. There are going to be tons of questions. And I understand there's going to be tons of questions Because everybody's got their little and Their personal little shaila, Which is fine I like questions But maybe wait till the end of the Sugya To see that I haven't discussed it Before we do questions Because I think pretty much We're going to cover everything Today, in the Mitzvah Shem um, Wednesday, Thursday We're going to try and go to these halachas Before it's I want to make sure everybody has A full understanding of these halachas So we know exactly what's going on Okay Like this for Say, Number one the halachas of the nine days, as we know, are a more intense form of mourning than the three weeks. We previously discussed halachas of the three weeks, and we said, you know, music, buying new things, Shekhyonu. These sorts of ideas are a little bit of an idea into, into mourning. When it comes to the nine days, we're taking it to the next level, taking it to the next step. We're going a little bit more homo, a little bit more stringent. And all of a sudden, more things are going to be asa. Awesome. So, when does it begin? It begins from the shkia of Rosh Chodesh, that means this year. Thursday night at Shkia, whenever Shkia is wherever you are in the world is going to be the beginning of the nine days so whatever halachas we're going to be saying over the next few days applies from Shkia on Thursday night Rosh Chodesh this year is on Friday which is Thursday night which means that the nine days begins then which means we have a whole week of all the halachas none of the Shabbos in the middle of a break we have a ganzaloch of a whole week of the meat and everything else that we have to discuss so how do we begin? the Mishnah in Tainus, Chovavah and Beis tells us Mishenichnas Av Mamatim Mesimcha. Right, we're looking at ways to Ma'yt Simcha. Now, have to be very careful. We're not looking at ways to give us Tsa. We're not looking for ways to make us uncomfortable. That's maybe Tisha Tishabav, we know there's an Indian to take one pillow away if you sleep on two, or sleep on the floor with a rock, whatever. We don't find that inion during the nine days. There's no Indian to make yourself not comfortable on Maybe by Yom Kippur, we have all these things. But when it comes to the nine days, we're not looking for that. We're looking for Mamayitim B'Simcha. Mamayit B'Simcha. For example, Chazal Tela, Shabash Chal all the that we're going to say, the Gemara and stuff, Mem Gimel, Aleph tells us, Right? We, we minimize business, which nowadays is not so nageya, because most people when it comes to business need their business every single day, otherwise they're going to lose out in general in the whole year. We're also, we're in the Tia and Erisin, Chasanas, planting, all these sorts of things. Billion. the Gemara tells us. we try from things that give us the Simcha. So let's go through what Chazal tell us is considered to be a Simcha. What we're showing him, understand, on the Paskins and the Halachas Of the nine days So let's start like this I want to start with the first Halacha Which I believe is probably Debt, apart from music Which is the whole three weeks But when it comes to the nine days This is probably one of the big ones That everybody you know sort of feels And so to speak Suffers from because, Which I think is great Because it gives you a little bit of You know, good You know, people always call up And we have this all the time you know, Oh, it's so difficult Because of, because I'm, I'm in Saab Because of this That's what it was made for It was made for someone like you It was made to feel something You know, a guy goes up He says, my mustache is bothering me It's itching me in my beard You know, I have I says, no Great You're feeling it That's exactly what it was made for so the Chazal tell us as follows the Beetzim is not mentioned in the Gemar but it is mentioned in the G'deli V'sha'inavu we don't have Ashkenazim. The beginning of the nine days, starting from Thursday night, we don't eat meat and we don't drink wine. Now, once again, it's not mentioned in the Gemara. It is, obviously, except for Erev Dishabab, but it is mentioned in Kama of the Kammer. we the Kolboi Abu Dram, and others. What's the reason? The main reason is obviously minimizing of simcha. Meat and wine give us simcha, which is the reason why Yomta, for example, for sure there's an Indian to eat meat and wine. On Shabbos, also many people do. It gives a person simcha. Chasnas, Suda's Mitzvahs, we have meat and wine because it gives a person simcha. That's the reason one. There's another reason as well. It's the morning, the end of the carbon Tomah, the Nisr Another reason as well, the loss of the Eb and shisir. There's many, many reasons why we don't have meat and wine. But the main reason is to minimize our Simcha. Now, the Gemara tells us really in Baba Basa that really the whole year should be awesome really all of us should be stopping to have meat and wine the entire year we'll mention this by music as well the Gemara and Gittin it's die for a person however we can't cope with that maybe for our physical maybe we need it for our goof. maybe we just Pasha can't cope with it going around the whole year without Vedas on our heads whatever it is Chazal tell us we can't cope having meat and wine stop the whole year and therefore at least in nine days we can definitely be Mekayim this halacha so we have a nine day period where as I, as I said the Rishonim right we do not eat meat and do not drink wine. Now the Orchashulchan says it's very very commu. In fact if a person does is Uiba ala neder which is extremely home thing to be everyone What does it include? It includes meat, chicken, or anything cooked together with that, which means a tafshul shalbasa, which basically is defined as a potato that was cooked together in the tschulund. That's a classic example. I'll take a potato out of the tschulund, wash it off. It's got no mamoshas, no remnants of meat there, but it was cooked in the same pan, in the same pot. As meat or chicken or anything like that Obviously that's called the tough social Shalbasa The minute is that's included in meat Like I said, let's do questions in a minute Just to see if I, if I mention it in a minute If I don't, I'm happy to take the question <laughs> Give me a minute, hold it in the head there Just one minute, because I think we're going to get through everything So once again, tough Shil Shalbasa means it was cooked together with meat. That means the minig is to be machameh for Ashkenazim the entire nine days. Now, something cooked in a beniyoimoi pot is not included, says the Brewer. Which means, if you took potatoes, noodles, rice, pasta, lokshan whatever, anything parab, and you cooked it in a beniyoimoi, that means it was used in the last 24 hours for meat. Which means Shabbos you had a meat pot, and on Sunday morning, you make some boiled potatoes, pasta, rice, whatever, in this pot which was used 12 hours ago for hot meat. That's a ben yomai. That is okay to have during the nine days. There's no problem in having something parav that was cooked in a ben yomai uh, meaty pot without a shaila. Something that was meaty because it was bottled by shishim, which means, for example, let's say. Uh, just imagine, I don't know, but a chicken soup fell into the vegetable soup. I don't know. Huge vegetable soup. Little drop of ch- chicken soup fell in there. Bottled Bishishim, no shayla. Obviously, that will be mutter during the, th- uh, during the nine days. Now, by the way, I have to say something else. Very interesting, Shavitalevi over here. Revoz Nazar Tzambani, Shevet writes that he has a hava to actually ask the fish. Now, us in Eretz Yisrael can understand that a little bit more than in Chutzloritz. And the reason it revolves on the right is because in Eretz Yisrael, fish is very, very choshev. In fact, fish can be even more expensive than meat. So, if, 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 did they ask meat per se, or did they ask something that gives you simcha? And therefore, theoretically, fish is a great thing. A person goes to a restaurant, someone will, offer, will get fish, because like, wow, how often do you get a piece of salmon? It's like, wow, it's a simcha, Yontov of maybe, but like, you know, on a regular day, who has fish? So, However, Lemaisa... Pasquim not that way, he's mechul, and therefore the minigan clearly swallows all is mortar. Even if it's a fish, that the police can speak about it, that tastes like meat. For example, you have tuna steak. Right? Tuna steak that actually tastes and even looks like meat, you can't even taste the difference. So according to that, maybe there's marisai, no, no shiloh whatsoever. There's no problem with having something that looks like meat, or tastes like meat without any shailah whatsoever. Now, moving on. Again, we'll take questions in a minute. Wine is not only wine, it includes also grape juice um if it's diluted and it retains its taste of grape juice it's included if you make ice if you make ice pops Popsicles. I think I don't know what you call it, guys, in America. Right? You make ice pops made of grape juice. You take a grape juice and you put it into little containers in you know, a mold, and you put it in the freezer for the kids to have. It's wonderful, but not during the nine days if they're over the age of Chinach which we will get to in a moment. The, t- the age of children. Now, other alcoholic beverages, including beer, is absolutely fine. There's no problem with it whatsoever. It's only wine and grape juice which is included. Now. Um, if you do by mistake make a broch, and this can happen for example on a Sunday morning, if you're used to having you know, sh- leftover schnitzel from Shabbos, and you make a broch on the schnitzel, like, <gasps> what do I do? I just made a broch on my schnitzel, and it's the nine days the halacha is, you can not take a little mashu of the schnitzel, just so it shouldn't be a brocha unless you have water in front of you at the table and you can make your shahakal bichal on the same brocha water in front of you otherwise you can take a little bit of schnitzel just to be, outside so now pregnant and feeding women, when it comes to this if they need it, and sometimes the doctor will say you need your protein, you need to have chicken in order for the baby, for yourself, for the milk, whatever so again, ask a doctor, ask a local orthodox rabbi, but there is definitely a mock for a lady to be makele to have chicken the Orch says it quite mufurish that a pregnant and feeding woman can be makele to have chicken if she needs it, now children very common shayla, right? This comes in all the time during the nine days. What are the age of children that we have to be machmeh, right? Often kids are not interested in eating milchiks every single night, fish. They definitely don't want, so we're stuck. What are we going to give the kids? So the is it depends like this. Says the Brewer, very important. There is a big nafkamina between the ages of children. Now you have to understand, chenuch, when it comes to all in yonim, depends on the age of the child. I cannot give you right now an age of a child, he is yes he is not and the reason for that is says the, Ram, the end of the gimel, that it depends on the, uh, the understanding of the child each mitzvah according to that mitzvah now therefore on Shabbos for example, many people ask you know, my son understands that on Shabbos you don't press the lift, because I say Shabbos, he doesn't press the elevator button, I said no, he doesn't understand Shabbos he just associates the word Shabbos with a mukta toy or with the elevator switch, that doesn't mean he understands Shabbos, to understand Shabbos he has to actually understand what Shabbos is, that the Rebbe created the world in six, six days and rested on the seventh, and therefore you have to understand that the child has to really has to be holding in there. The same thing with the Vedas of the Khurban as well. He has to understand, not that he comes back on Shiva Asa from Gan, from playgroup, with a nice picture of the Kaisa with some bricks falling down, which is wonderful. And it's great for the children. But that doesn't mean he understands Khurban Abayis. Khurban beisam Middash means he understands what it means there was a beisam Middash and it was destroyed and we're mourning for that. Whatever age that is, let it be six, let it be seven, maybe even eight. It depends. An eight-year-old, I think, almost for sure understands it. Six-year-old, well, it depends. If he's very clever, maybe. Maybe not. Maybe only by seven. So I'm, not, I'm going to give you a rough age of somewhere between six and eight. So the halach is like this. Any child that's over the age of Chinuch, that means somewhere between 6 and 8, for sure 9, is included in these halachas and should not be eating meat, chicken, or anything else like that. If he's under the age of Chinuch, that means he's a young child, under the age of 3, for sure, no Shiloh whatsoever. However, what if he's between? What if he's the grey area between 3 and 6? Or between 3 and 7? Under 3, no Shiloh. Over 6 and 7, shouldn't do. What about in between He's between three and six, between three and seven. So the Mishabur clears the shine. The Mishabur paskas the aloha to be machme. And therefore, we try not to give a child meat or chicken in that situation. However, says Rabboslan Sheva Talevi, for sure, you can be makel. A child that says, I'm not eating schnetzel, I'm not eating anything else, give him schnitzel, Even if he's five years old, even if he's six years old, even if he's seven. If he's the age where he basically doesn't really understand, or even if he does, he understands a little bit and he needs to have the schnitzel chicken forever, he won't eat anything else and that will fill him up. There's no problem whatsoever. There's definitely a makom. To be makele. Now, one of the big shiners as well is Erev Shabbos. Because often you have kids that don't stay up on the of Shabbos, meaning they don't stay up to Shabbos, they go to bed early, especially Shabbos is late and you're not making early Shabbos, so Shabbos can be very late. By the time you come to a Shul, it's 8, 9 o'clock, and by the time of the shul is 10 o'clock, it can be late for the kids. So what do you want to do? You want to put the kids to bed Well, that's why you make early Shabbos and the but those that don't want to make early Shabbos for whatever reason, and we've discussed early Shabbos previously, the kids, make, their early the kids make early Shabbos, do it for them. No, no, no. and if you have a child that's not staying up for Shabbos, so a couple of hours before Shabbos, he's allowed to have beer or and even if he's over the age of Chenech, we're discussing over here. We're not discussing al de because that's poshim muta. We're talking about a child that's over the age. He's eight, nine, ten, and he's going to bed at nine o'clock before the meal's going to be starting. He's not going to be there for the suda. You could definitely be makele a couple of hours before Shabbos and give him meat. A child, or even an adult that's allergic to milk, there's also a mokum to be makele not shachal boy, which we'll have to discuss, and that's the geir this year. That you shouldn't. You there's definitely a mokum for a person to be making if you're allergic to milk, and you're basically stuck with what you're going to eat, especially when it comes to a child. There's definitely a more into the makers. Sudas mitzvah we will discuss, but let's discuss it just for a moment now. Generally the alloch Sudhis Mitzvah by Briss, a pigeon ben, a bar mitzvah, a chassana, of a whatever. So the halacha is that if you normally would have been invited, I told a fellow this last night, if you normally would be invited, you would have gone anyway, not because there's meat you're going, all of a sudden, you know, it's great, me, a so no one normally shows up right now, no problem, everybody's coming, right? Vladji what's the shayla? Great. The halacha is if you normally would have been invited and you normally would have gone, you can absolutely no problem participate in the union of having meat by Suda Smith. So you have to remember one thing, and then we'll have to talk about this by making the sium, which is a whole different shila, if you should participate in a restaurant's. Um, See him or not On the hour Every hour Tune in to the radio 1846 Whatever it is On the hour Every hour There will be a CM They have these things Oh they don't look like Such a shock Come on This wasn't the first time You heard this They have a CM Everything on time And, and I'm, I want to be basically, I want to uh, be the restaurant, the restaurant. I'm not saying it's Motar I'm not saying Everyone should run To the restaurant In fact somebody Told me he's invited To a camp And they wrote on, on the admission Or whatever The letter that they got Before they got in Saying listen During the nine days We will be serving Cheese or fish Or whatever it is Unless you're allergic or something. Else. If you have a seam, please let us know if you want to make a seam please let us know so we can you know instill you know barbecues or whatever it is in the days of the CM. Now I'm not getting into it. It's Mutra also right or wrong, you know, maybe it's this inion you know, of we can't manage a few days without meat. Like my gosh, what's gonna happen to us? I have absolutely no idea. If you make a sim, because it happens to come out, a guy told me he's making a seam on your vomus He's probably listening right now. He's making a seam on your vomit, a beautiful mistake to make a seam on, and he said it mummish works out you that it came out that the seam is during the nine days, right? And it's is going away. Of course you can make a sim. If I want to say one extra thing. Famous Chedush Who doesn't know the Chedush Ha'arim? writes that the whole vault of the Choban Abayish, we know, Sinas Chinam, the Gemara tells us. Right? The Sinas And therefore, what's a sim? It brings people together. It brings people closer. Achto in Klali Yisrael. How beautiful it is to make a sim at this time. So in the Hanami, there's definitely what to be for first. I told this recently to somebody called me up, a lady called up so she wanted, she wanted to buy a very very khash a piece of jewellery now to buy a very very of a piece of jewelry during the three weeks wasn't the nine days the three weeks so I said, listen, it's not the right really the right time to buy it, it was like a really expensive of a piece so then he said listen the reason why I'm doing it is because we, we had a little bit of problems between us and I feel that she's making chasna I'd like to make shalom by giving a gift and this way I make shalom I said In that case there's no problem because the whole if you're gonna make if you're doing it is gonna cause shalom It's gonna cause, cause closeness to kolaliyis shalom there's definitely a big inion for a person to do that Rabbi I said we mamash have to finish the one last alocha because I want to start I, we've got it before the nine days we have to. All these halachas. One last halach of today, and in the Mitzvah Shem, we will continue. A lot more discuss. Doing a wash during the nine days. Once again, Minegar Ashkenazim is a palpidorama, is we do not do any washing at all during the nine days, even if you're only going to wear the clothing after Tishbab, doesn't bother us. It's the etzem washing which is a problem. What's the problem with washing? Now, uh, if a person does a wash, He's Mesiyah Das. He's busy doing washing. You should, be, you should be sitting on the floor crying. What's going on with you? It's Mesiyah Das. The fact that Mishibu, if it's Mesiyah Das, so let me ask a guy. I'm not going to do it. I'll tell my guy, cleaner. She'll do the washing. I'll put it in. She'll press the button. Whatever but you to say. So Mishibu says no, because it's Mavisai. In other words, we do not do washing ala day ju, during the three weeks whatsoever. Now, this includes not only clothing. It includes towels. It includes tablecloth, It includes kids' clothing. Let's just get this clear. People the that kids' clothing is pot of legami, not even It includes everything. Towels, tablecloths, curtains, bedsheets, includes everything. It includes kids' clothing as well. However, if kids' clothing becomes finished, because they constantly soil themselves, and they don't have enough to keep them going, then of course, there's a had to wash the kids' clothing and the kids' clothing only. You can't stick in a couple of white shirts after Shabbos from the adults at the same time because that's going to be a problem of Washing adult clothing. Now, you have to know for hygiene purposes, it's motor. For example, you have an old age room, you have a hospital, obviously, they can do all these sorts of cleaning, there's no problem whatsoever. Or, for example, you've got guests in your house and you want to give them a fresh set, a fresh set of bedding, there's no problem with that as well. We'll talk about the lockers of fresh clothing, but now we're talking about washing. Things like that, that would be no problem. If you're in a hotel, maybe you should ask for the bedding not to be changed because then they're going to wash it. You know, if you're there for two or three nights during the nine days, maybe it's a good idea to tell them, can you please leave our bedding on for the next couple of days? Like, what's the big deal? It doesn't make a difference if it's a drug or a guy. exactly. So it's kedai. I'm not saying you have to because it's hygiene purposes, but if it's for yourself and you're sleeping the next two nights, you, you at home you don't wash your bedding every single day. So I want someone who tell you do. And I it's better to tell them if possible. Not to now shaitel and a wig is a major shaita. Most can hold it's got a thin begged and just like we don't wash our shirts so we don't wash our shaitl we don't wash a wig and therefore you shouldn't do that during the nine days which is by the way very common very common shaitl especially people going away after the shabab they want to get the shaitl washed before they go so when they go on vacation but, but, if you never know, has a dinner of a goof, then it also you can't wash that's also true your <laughs> very good very good we'll talk about goof. but with shine because that's wanted what did Italians called a dinner of a it's got a clean if it's got a clean just like I can can wash my table down I can wash my counter down I can wash my shaitl he said you shouldn't do it but if there's a mocha and do a makele you should not wash a shaitl during the nine days polishing your shoes if it lost the color it doesn't look nice to walk around like that but that's fine but just to give it an extra polish an extra shine should not be done during the nine days removing stains is muta now you can't wash your jacket, but if you get a stain on there and you want to go over to the sink and just wash it off on for during the week, then that will be to Spot cleaning is to during the nine days. It's only the cleaning in the washing machine that's real. Messiah died to mina Cleaning your house, light cleaning is always mortar. You can do a sponger. You can you know Hoover. You can uh, wash the floor, clean the counters, no problem. Don't do a beinikah cleaning. Don't call the polishing company. Don't scrub the walls. Things they don't normally do should not really be done during the nine days. Ironing also should not be done. If you need one for Shabbos, for Shabbos, you've got nothing else, then there's a mock-in to make. I've that. I've say for today, in Mitzvah next time we will start the gavaldiga Sugar of having a shower during the nine days. Have a wonderful day.